The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. I want to go back to all these crappy calls that the refs keep making in the NFL. Obviously, since Tua Tagovailoa got lit up and concussed twice, I don't care what anybody says, he got concussed against the Bills at Hard Rock, and then he got concussed against the Bengals in the jungle on the Monday night game. And so they've changed dramatically all of their rules. And Roger Goodell and his minions have thought it up, and they've decided that you're no longer allowed to touch a quarterback unless you're, like, a certain quarterback. You know what I mean? you you got to be super special. Like, the other night I saw uh, Mahomes get ragdolled by the Raiders after they'd already had the missed call, if you want to call it that, on the Chris Jones hit on Carr. I mean, we'll review all this. But so they called Jones for the roughing the passer because of his body weight. And then later in the game, Mahomes got rolled and thrown to the ground, but no call at all. You wonder why on Monday night, All of those fans at Arrowhead were going crazy booing. I mean, they were going crazy. And they were cussing and calling a ref, all kinds of foul names, which he deserved. So let's review it. And, you know, I know everybody's been talking about this, but I just wanted to hit it. Ref Carl Cheffers said he followed the roughing the passer rules when he threw the flag on Jones late in the first half of the Chiefs come from behind win over the Raiders. It was Monday night, right? At Arrowhead. So the Chiefs had just scored to trim the game to 17-7 when Jones hit Carr just before halftime, stripped the ball from him. It was a fumble. Jones landed on Carr and came up with the ball. And obviously the replay showed that the ball was loose and Jones recovered it. But Jeffers threw a flag, obviously for roughing the passer. And then after the game, he explained that he saw Jones land on Carr with his full body weight while the quarterback was in the pocket. Jeffers said Carr gets full protection of all aspects of what we give the quarterback in the passing posture. So when he was tackled, my ruling was the defender landed on him with full body weight. The quarterback is protected from being tackled with full body weight. Honestly, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. A guy can't land on a quarterback when he weighs 300 pounds. Why have... Quarterbacks, why have pass rushers? 
Sheffer said the fact that Jones took the ball away from Carr and recovered the fumble was irrelevant. Well, it sure was relevant to the game and to betters, Mr. Cheffers. Carr gets passing protection until he can defend himself. Just as if he had thrown the ball, he still gets protection. That extends until he's no longer in control of the ball. Andy Reid lit up Cheffers on the way to the locker room. Reid said, I got it off my chest. I said what I needed to say. And Patrick Mahomes said he has seen Reid matter than that, but not about a ref's call. Jones said he braced himself with the arm, not holding the ball so he wouldn't land on Carr with his full body weight. And he said, quote, how should I tackle people? How should I not roll on him? I'm trying my best. I'm 325 pounds, okay? What do you want me to do? I'm going full speed trying to get the quarterback. We all know what happened last Sunday when Jones was referring to the Falcons, Grady Jarrett, uh, tackling Tom Brady, everybody's golden boy. Uh the penalty gave the Buccaneers a first down and allowed them to run the clock out in their 21-15 win rather than giving the Falcons a chance to drive with the ball for the win. And they had scored 15 straight points unanswered to get into the game, and that's how it ended, 21-15. But Jones said, the Chiefs player, they have put such an emphasis on roughing the passer penalties that we've got to be able to review it in the booth That's the next step. Sometimes looks can be deceiving. Now it's getting absurd. Now it's costing teams games. I actually stripped the ball and gravity kind of took me to the ground. That's a roughing the passer call at a critical situation in the game. It's third down and we're down 10. A lot of these roughing the passer calls would be called back if they reviewed it on video. Mahomes said it wasn't the greatest call in the world. He said, you want to protect the players and everything like that in all aspects of the game. But at the same time, there comes a common sense factor where guys are trying to play football and trying to win football games. Whenever it's blatant and they do something dirty to try to hurt someone, you want to make sure that's called. But at the same time, you don't want it to affect the football game and change the outcome. I couldn't agree more with that. It's gotten ridiculous. You can't even touch the quarterback without a flag. They throw so many G-damn flags in these NFL games. It takes four hours to play a game, and the calls are ruining games. You can't touch a receiver uh, when he goes out. I mean, right off the line, you touch him. Within five, you're good. Anything past it, you touch him. Even, I mean, in the smallest way you touch them you're gonna get a flag you're gonna get defensive holding hands on them whatever it is and then pass interference christ they call that on every single pass i mean they called two against uh, the chiefs on adams they were trying to stop adams he's brutal to guard and then you can't even touch him you can't even breathe on him without him getting a flag it's ridiculous I got to be honest, watching these NFL games is painful. Uh, It's like every great play, I got to sit there and suffer, not just through the great play, but to see how many flags have been thrown after every great play. 
when is the last time you just saw a play go off without a hitch and no problems and, and you carry on in the game? It's always something. It's always looking for yellow flags. That's what the game has become. It's become painful. Uh, they don't just play the game and make plays. It's all about the refs. And they drive me nuts. The game is not about great players that make millions and great teams that win and great teams that go on drives and finish and score and, you know, make incredible things happen. It's about these old geriatric-looking Mother Farrellin refs. I mean, they ruin every game. It's just like the calls are endless. The flags are endless. And this guy, Goodell, and all of his billionaire owners, they never do anything about it. They just keep protecting quarterbacks. They're not allowed to be touched. And then if you're a great quarterback, forget about it. You're going to get every single call. If you're Brady, you know, he gets everything. If you're an average quarterback, if you're like Jared Goff, I mean, they'll just let you pulverize this guy and nothing happens. If you're Trevor Lawrence, take his head off. If you're Kenny Pickett, blow out his knee, Shaq Lawson. Go ahead. No one cares. You know, if you're Davis Mills, I mean, decapitate him. Do whatever you want to him. But if you're a Stark or Matt Stafford, you're not allowed to touch him either. Mahomes, you can't touch him either. Rogers, Jesus Christ, you got to get a lawyer before you hit him. He gets every call in the NFL. He gets more calls than anybody. Anyway, it makes me sick to my stomach. I'll tell you what else makes me sick to my stomach. Watching my Steelers, you know, after they lost to the Bills 38-3, it was bad enough. I saw that Tomlin was sitting next to Najee Harris in the locker room trying to keep him from, you know, jumping off a bridge. The guy's down and out. You got guys like Cameron Hayward standing at the podium calling it a dark day in franchise history. They lost their fourth straight when they lost in Buffalo. And the bottom line is uh, they're beating their own ass. We know that. Kenny Pickett made his first career start. He lit it up. He threw for a lot of yards. He wasn't bad. But the bottom line is they are bad. Deontay Johnson was talking on Monday. He said, y'all got so much to say. You can all say what you want. Y'all don't know what it's like to go to work with us every day. Put your blood, sweat, and tears and none of that stuff we do. So y'all can say what y'all want. But the real fans that really know what we do, and I appreciate them. Cam Sutton said, it's not about what we say. I know it's not about me. You guys are asking me a lot of questions and what I think we should do. It's about us playing football. Excuse my language because he dropped an F-bomb. That's just what it comes down to. Johnson, the receiver, said it's a rebuilding year, obviously. We can't use that as an excuse. It doesn't matter who's at quarterback or any position. It's our job to get it done and win games. That's what we have to do is win. The Steelers are 1-4 to start the season for the second time in four years. And just a year after they started out, 1-3. They got great players, T.J. Watt, but he's injured. He doesn't play. I mean, Hayward's still a badass. They got Pickett. They got Minka. They got studs. It's unbelievable how bad they look, though. I mean, they're on their way to getting the number one draft pick if they keep this up. 
Tomlin said, we've got to know that there's going to be better days, not to provide or to seek comfort, but knowing that there are better days is going to be born out of our commitment to making sure that there's better days. That's what I talked about to the team. But where we are today is not good. We understand it as professionals. We own it. It is what it is, man. It is going to get worse before it gets better. They got Tampa Bay, Miami, and Philly on the schedule before their bye in week nine. Tomlin has never had a losing season in 15 seasons since he took over as head coach in 2007. But that's in serious jeopardy now. They keep playing like this. I'm going to have trouble selling my season tickets to people for games. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 